This week on Yud Aleph Adarishon is the yard site of the person who is known as the Avne Nezer or the Egleital. Rabbi Avram ben Zev Nachum Bornstein was born in 1839. His father was a well-known Tamid Chacham, the author of a Sefer Agudas Ezov, who was a Rav of various cities in Poland. As is the custom among Hasidish Rebbes, the stories and the wonders about the Eglital abound from earliest childhood. There is even a story as to the reason that Reb Avram Reb Zev Nachum, the Rabbi of the Egle, the Rebbe Eglital, the Avnei Nezer, was born to Reb Avram Zev. Of course, he was also his father was Zev Nachum. Sorry, his father was also a Tamid Chacham, but yet his son certainly outshadowed him. And in Hasidus, they used to say, why was the father privileged to have such an illustrious son? And they tell a story that one year on Purim, apparently nobody was learning in a certain community. And if no one at all learns, we know the world is in danger. The world existed because of learning Torah. And they say the world of that, that community existed because the Rav... Reb Zev Nachum learned Torah at that time. And he was promised a child who would light up the world. Even as at the Bris, there is a legend that Elio Hanavi appeared in a direct vision to people who were at the Bris and gave a bracha to the child. The young fellow grew up in Poland, learned in the cities in which his father was the Rav. His father was the Rav in the various cities. He traveled with him, went with the family. I don't have a record of him learning in any particular yeshiva or having any particular Rebbe, except for the fact that at a very young age, he married the daughter of the Kutzker. Now, of course, the Kutzker was the very enigmatic figure in the world of Hasidus, and we know of the harshness, of the truth, of the criticism that the Kutzker gave to everyone, and of the solitude of the Kutzker, but I do not have any direct evidence as to the Gaonus of the Kutzker. A Hasidus Sherebbe does not necessarily reflect his level of learning, or this demonstration of the level of learning, to be more precise. But we know that the Avni Nezer, who certainly was a major godel in the world, served the Kutzker, learned by the Kutzker, even in the years of solitude, the Sochachavr was known to have contact and learn with the Kutzker, and he respected him very much. In the introduction to Egletal, which of course is a world-famous introduction where he discusses the concept of learning Torah Lishma and discusses the enjoyment of learning Torah, the Hanah from Limut Torah is part of the concept of learning Torah Lishma. This Hagdama is well used, well learned in yeshivas today. 
And that same Akdama, he credits with the Kotzke Rebbe, his father-in-law, with giving him his derech and limud. It is from there that I know more than any other source that the Kotzke was really a great Tamid Chacham. The Avnei Nezer said he is a Talmud and received a lot from his father-in-law from the Kotzke. Whereas many, many Hasidic Sherebis were known more for their Kehillah, more for their community, more for their stories about them, more for their Hasidic type of Torah, the Sachachavar was not known in his lifetime as much for his world of Hasidus. At the type, at the time of his wedding, the Kutzker gave him a bracha and he said to him that he hopes that he will not have many Hasidim. He wanted him to devote himself more to learning Torah, but he said, I hope in one respect you have Talmidim because look at yourself as if you have many Talmidim because you learn me Talmida Yosemikulam. From your students you learn more than, than you teach. So you need students in order to grow in learning, but he did not want those students to divert him from his own personal development, his personal learning in Torah. The bracha seems to have come true. The tzibur, the masses that seem to have come to the cut to the Kutzker, don't seem to have come to the Sochachever. On one hand, the real Hasidim wrote books where they told stories of Mofsim, of unbelievable stories about the Sochachever. One of the first biographies of Hasidic Sherebis was a sefer called Abir Haroim about the Sochachever, and it's mostly epigrams, short comments made either by the Sochachever or about the Sochachever. Later on, this Abir Haroim has been used as a source to study Hasidus. And in Eretz Yisrael, not long ago, Yisrael Erlich printed a sefer completely about the Hasidish dynasty of Sochachev, including all the Rebbes until today. And he called his sefer Abirei Haroim. Instead of Abir Haroim, one person who was specifically the Sochachever, he wrote about all this Sochachever Rebbes, and he called it Abirei Haroim. The the, the Sochachever is primarily known for his godless in Torah. The Svarim that are most famous, of course, are the Egle Tal. The Egle Tal, as the word Tal represents the numbers Lamites 39, this was a Sefer that was planned by the Sochachever to be a lengthy exposition on Lamites Malachas. A Hasidish Sefer, which is indispensable today for anyone learning Shabbos. It is one of the classic works used in all yeshivas, Litvashem, Hasidish yeshivas, all learn the Egletal. As I mentioned before, the Hakdama is also world famous. And there, he only deals with the first 11 Malachos of Sidur de Pas. He only finished the Sefer Egletal, the Malachos that end with baking bread, that begin with the preparation of bread and end with the prep with the making of the baking. Eleven malachas were done. This does not seem to be his original intention, 
But that's all that he himself printed. However, after his patira, his students found many, many notes about the other malachos. These notes are printed in the Sheilotu Shivot Avnei Nezer. The Avnei Nezer is the classic are the classic svarim of the tshuvas of the Sochachaper. A number of volumes include many, many tshuvas and many, many various topics. However, in Arachayim, there are big, big sections which deal with malachos that were not dealt with in Eglital, and it seems to be that these are the notes you that he meant to continue and publishing the Eglital on the rest of the malachos. But he was not privileged to finish that sefer, so, the Talmidim did print it in the Avnei Nezer. Certain things about the Sochachavar, besides the fact of his fame in learning Torah, besides his Svarim, are well known. He opposed certain changes in the modern world, and he represented sort of the old guard about these issues. One of them specifically was about machine matzahs. At that time, when matzahs were first baked by machines, the, the Hasidic world was very, very uh, opposed to any such concept. You could deal with it on halachic fashion, you could deal with it perhaps in a, an emotional fashion. The Sachachavar basically did ni- neither. He just wrote that it's wrong to do. Gedol Israel said, it's wrong, I don't no, I have never checked the machines, I know nothing about it, but yet, if the Hasidic Rebbes, if the Rebbes say that this is not right, he was opposed to it, and wrote a number of chuvos that he was opposed to any new concept of making machine matzahs. On the other hand, one of the most important and characteristic, characteristic points of the Avdenezer was, in our terms today, we would call him a staunch Zionist. He was in favor of Aliyah to Eretz Yisrael, and began himself to a plan to buy lands in Eretz Yisrael, and to build the Hasidus in Eretz Yisrael. The very famous tshuva of the Avnei Nezer, in fact, a great section of that tshuva is printed in that book, Abirei Haroim, because it's such a classic tshuva to show the love of the Sachachavah for Eretz Yisrael, where he discusses why is it that many people did not go to live in Eretz Yisrael? Why is it that many Gedolim, many great Hamanichachamim, Tzadikim, did not go to live in Eretz Yisrael? The Sachachavah suggested that the real mitzvah of Eretz Yisrael is to have Parnassah from Eretz Yisrael. To build Eretz Yisrael, the real mitzvah building Eretz Yisrael is to build Eretz Yisrael directly. To work and get your sustenance directly from Eretz Yisrael. Of course, he based this on Hasidic thought as well. He felt that a person in Eretz Yisrael has a more of a direct connection with the Sarah Parnasa, with the one who is controlling the concept of the economy, of your own welfare, and the direct connection in Eretz Yisrael to such a Sarah Parnasa would be tremendous, have tremendous value. So he said he, he knows that if he went on Aliyah, for example, he would be supported for money from Chutzlaretz. 
he would get receive his support from Chasidim in, in Chutzlitz, but he himself would not be able to generate a living in Eretz Yisrael. And he felt this is not the real concept of Mitzvah Yishuv Eretz Yisrael. Interestingly enough, although he was not privileged to go in Aliyah, the Chasidish dynasty of Sochachov became well known for their love of Eretz Yisrael. In fact, they came on Aliyah, and the Kila of Bayit Vigan, that very famous community today in Yerushalayim, was actually started by the Sochachover Chasidim. In fact, the Sochachover Beis Medrash still exists in Bayit Vigan today. And there are important signs of their involvement in the Milchemet HaShechur, in the War of Independence, that to be found in Sochachov today in Bayit Vigan. The Sochachavar had many students, including included among the students are Rameer Dan Platsky, the person who wrote the Klechemda, one of the famous Polish Polish Gedolim of that generation. But in fact, in the world of Hasidus, it's more famous that his children continued in the path of being the Hasidus of of Sochachav, and his son. Reb Shmuel was the author of one of the classic Hasidic Shesvarim, the Shem Shmuel. In the Shem Shmuel, that we, is the only place that I personally know of Hasidic Torah said by the Sochachavar, by the Avni Nezer, because the Shem Shmuel occasionally quotes his father and explains Hasidic Torah in the name of his father. The Sochachavar lived till the age of 71. He passed away in 1910. The story of his Petira is also told in the Sefer Abirei Haroim. His wife, the daughter of the Kutzker, was very, very supportive of her husband. In fact, imbued with the spirit of Kutzk, she used to push him and criticize him and make him reach even higher heights. When he was, when he used to complain of pain that he didn't feel well, she would answer to him, "Don't spoil yourself. Take a gemara. Nothing is going to hurt you." This is what my father had taught me. The Sachachavah respected his wife very much, and when she passed away, just before Hanukkah, the year before the Sachachavah passed away, he began to be weaker. As during the shiva that he sat for his wife, he actually became ill, and he said, until now I live from the spirit of Kutsk. I was con- connected to Kutsk through my wife. Now that I don't have this source, I don't know how I'm going to have enough strength to continue. And indeed, the Sachachavar did not outlive his wife by long. At the last day of his life, he put on a talis, put on a tefillin, and davened. According to the Sachachavah tradition, when he reached the words in Shemona Essay, Baruch Ata Hashem Mikabeit Nidcham O Yisrael HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who assembles all those that are scattered among Bnei Yisrael, he passed away. This was on 
the 11th of Adarishon, Tafish Reish Ayin. His Gaonis in Halacha is unquestioned. The Shemesh Shmuel proved that he was a Gaon in Hasidus as well.